Hey family, thanks for tuning in to Galaxy Vibes. If you're new here, we are going over the Narcissism series and this is part two of that series. And if if you've been here before, as always, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. So in part one, we went over what a narcissist is some of the the traits and in this episode we're going to talk about ways to disarm a narcissist we're going to go over some of the emotions you might feel how to set boundaries we're also going to talk about a little bit about um some of the things that will happen once you try to break free and get healing So we're going to go over some healing methods as well. And we're going to talk about some weaknesses of these narcissists. So don't ever feel like there is no way out. Because there's always a way out. Especially if you really, really want it. And I know this topic may trigger some people. But my objective is not to hurt or to harm, but to help. So please proceed with caution as we go through this journey together. Okay, so let's do a small recap on what narcissistic personality disorder is. So basically, a narcissist will try to make others feel special at first to gain control over them and they might flatter someone just to get them on their side then they go on to play with the person's emotions like making them feel guilty they might do something to shock them to get them in line with what they want them to do this is all just to maintain control they might throw something over someone's head Um, Just to get you in line with what they want you to do. They do lack empathy. Um, They are very sensitive to criticism. Whether it's healthy criticism or negative criticism. They just don't play around with that type of stuff. Um, They always want to get other people involved in their mayhem. All to embarrass the victim. All to get the everyone to believe that the victim is the one that's crazy and that they're not the one that's causing the mess. So, if you've ever come in contact with a narcissist, you know exactly how that feels. And like I stated before, it is not just someone that you're in a relationship with. This is someone that can be in your family. This could be a parent. This could be a sibling. This could be a neighbor. This could be a good friend. This could be a coworker, a boss, anything of that nature. So don't ever feel like there's something wrong with you because it's definitely something wrong with that person. But if we stick around and we continue to let the person manipulate us, then 
it would do something to you psychologically that is very hard to break away from. But it, like I said before, it is very possible to do. You just have to know what you're dealing with and you have to have the courage to step away from the narcissistic abuse. And if you feel like you can't do it alone, you need to seek some type of help. If you don't want to go see a professional, it's best that you are in contact with someone that you trust. Someone that's a part of your soul tribe that you know that you can put your trust in that you know won't be manipulated by this narcissist and that will help build you up and keep you strong. When coming out of the toxic relationship or friendship with a narcissist, you will experience a lot of complex emotions. And I would just like you to go back and listen to part one if you haven't already. And I kind of touched on some of the emotions that you might feel, but just let me recap it for you right now. Um, you might experience grief or loss because you were attached to someone and you really did care about them. So you will feel grief and it's normal to feel that way. Do not feel bad if you feel grief because it's always sad when you lose somebody that you really love, even if they hurt you, even if they they were the person that hurt you the most, because that's usually when it hurts the most. You will experience shock because you won't be able to believe, like, I cannot believe this person did me like this. I can't believe I stuck around this long and allowed this person to, to treat me this way. You're going to experience anger because you're going to be so angry at what this person did to you or what this person is doing to you because you're not going to understand at the moment, like, why? You're going to feel sadness. You might even fall into a depression. Because when someone psychologically tampers with your mind, it can cause depression. It can cause sadness. And that's okay. It's normal. Feel that emotion and go through it. Transmute it into something more positive. It's all a mind game. It's all psychological warfare. You, you might experience anxiety because when you're dealing with a narcissist, you will get anxiety because you're not going to know what's what. Because sometimes it can be going well and then it'll flip at the drop of a dime. And so that can cause anxiety in anyone. You might experience fear. Some levels of narcissism is a little bit deeper than others. Some people just might have, some narcissists just might have that complex of, I want to be on top. I'm the, the king or the queen of this castle of everybody, really, and there's nothing you can do about it. But sometimes it goes a little bit deeper and people will play on the things that you tell them in confidence. They'll flip that and turn that around on you. Some of them might even be abusive and they might throw, if you have children with this person, they might hold the children over your head. And you might be afraid for your children. You might experience paranoia. Because they do some things to harm you. And we'll touch on that paranoia a little bit later. You might also feel shame. Because 
you'll be ashamed that you were with this person. But you don't need to feel ashamed because it's it's a natural part of life. When someone cares for someone, you tend to want to stick it out and to make sure that you're doing the right thing by sticking by somebody that you love and care about. So please don't ever feel ashamed that you went through this process because it's not something that is worth being ashamed of. Manipulation is a very dangerous drug. It's a drug for people who have um, narcissistic tendencies. It's a drug for them. They like to see how far they can go. They like to see how far they can push your buttons or your the boundaries of it. All to make them feel better. So just keep that in mind and just know that you it, it's it's okay. It's gonna be okay. Once you get the help that you need, once you break free of this person or these people, it will be okay and you can make better decisions in the future. That will impact your mental health in a better way. Okay. So let's look at some ways to disarm a narcissist. You may think that there's no way I can disarm this person. Arguing with them is not going to work. They feed off of arguments. They feed off of this. This is like giving candy to a kid. They feed off of it. Instead, do not fall for the temptation to sink to their level. Just don't do it. I'm telling you, it's never a good idea. Do not feed their ego. It might be tempting to, to feed their ego just to get them to, you know, things to get a little more calm. But don't do it. Do not take responsibility for their emotions. Some people, because I've done this myself, some people will say, well, maybe if I didn't do this, then they wouldn't have did that. Mm -mm. They know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly how they're doing it and why they're doing it. So don't take responsibility for it. Instead, take responsibility for your actions, your enabling That's the only thing you take responsibility for. Do not use ultimatums. Don't say, well, if you don't do this, I'm going to do this. That's like feeding the fire. Don't give them negative attention. Once again, they feed off of negative attention. They thrive off of negative attention. It's not a good idea to do that. But instead, it's a great idea to set boundaries. But also a good way to disarm a narcissist, if they try to argue with you or pick with you or try to gaslight you, try to get you to to get angry, to stoop to their level, just say, wow, I'm really sorry you feel that way. I can accept how you feel. And I also understand that I have no right to control how you see me. They're going to be like, what? (laughs) What you mean? (laughs) How can you argue with that? You can't argue with that. You can also say, 
Your anger is not my responsibility. I'm not responsible for how you feel about me or how you feel about yourself. I'm not responsible for that. You can also say, I don't want to argue about this anymore. But I can accept how you feel. Can you? Okay. They can't argue with that. If you don't argue with a narcissist, there's nothing to feed the fire. There's nothing to feed their antics. There's What can they do? Nothing. So, let's go over some ways we can set healthy boundaries for yourself. Do not justify or explain or defend yourself. You don't owe them any explanation for how you feel. You don't owe anybody an explanation of how you feel. I know it's hard because I'm a defensive person. I'm the type of person where it's like, you're not going to talk to me any kind of way. You're not going to treat me any kind of way. You're not going to do. Don't even defend yourself because it's pointless. All it's going to do is add fuel to the fire for them. And you also need to leave when it doesn't feel healthy anymore. When it doesn't feel right or it feels doesn't feel healthy, you have got to leave. You got to make your good exit plan and execute that exit plan, especially if it's dangerous. You have to decide what you'll tolerate and what you won't tolerate. You have to learn to artfully sidestep questions or negative comments. If they throw, it's just like a bait. They throw a little something out there to bait you into this crazy cycle. Sidestep it. Don't even pay attention to it. You have to take the bully by the horns. You also have to not underestimate the power of narcissism. It is real. It is strong. But you can be stronger. You have to remember that good boundaries include consequences. If you set a boundary to say, hey, you're not going to talk to me that way. When they talk to you that way, you have to, whatever boundary you set, you have to stick to the consequence of it. If they, if they, if you say, hey, don't call me stupid and they call you stupid anyway. All right, walk away. Cut them off. Don't talk to this person. Don't give them any of your energy because if you do, you're going to find yourself right back wrapped up in that same cycle that you just got yourself out of. The best way to set a boundary is to break all forms of communication. But I understand sometimes you have to communicate with this narcissist, especially if you have children with this person or if you're in a contractual obligation with this person, you might have to speak to this person. But first you have to heal beyond the emotional connection, which means you have to release all trauma associated with this narcissist relationship. Build your inner identity. Find out who you are. Be true to yourself. Because this is something that a narcissist can never do. They cannot be their true self. They have to put on a facade. They have to put up 
all kinds of illusions just to get you to see something that they want to see in themselves, but they just don't have the courage to do it. Connect with the true source. Connect with the higher source, higher than you. Connect with the most high. Connect with whatever you feel that is that is more abundant or more or higher than you. Connect with that source. Whatever makes you feel comfortable, that's what you need to do. You need to pick up a, a way of meditation. Something that gives you peace. Connect with that. Generate your own life outside of the narcissist because if you're in a relationship or in a friendship with the narcissist, you feel like you're suffocating, like you don't have your own life. They don't want you to have your own life. They want you to be wrapped up in their world. And when you do that, you lose who you really are. So you don't have the strength to fight. You don't have the strength to stand in your own power and in your own truth for yourself. Now let's look at some of the things that a narcissist might do once you go completely no contact with them. They might beg you to come back by momentarily admitting fault or agreeing to go to counseling or seeking help or something like that. This is just a ploy to get you back into their world. They're not really sorry. They don't really apologize from the heart. They're just trying to get you to come back so they can do the same thing to you all over again. They might even commit horrendous acts such as damaging or stealing your stuff, stalking you, making personal threats just to traumatize you even further. They might profess that they can't live without you and that you belong together, that you're supposed to be together. They might hold your kids over your head. Well, what about the kids? What about this? If they're a parent, I'm your mother. I'm your father. You can't leave your mother. You can't leave your father. You can't. Or if they're your friend, we've been friends for over 20 years. We've been friends for five years. That's not loyal. That's not being loyal. What kind of friend are you? You're a good one if you walk away. They might tell lies to their friends and family and make it look like they're perfect and you're the one that's crazy. They might try to get everybody else to gang up on you, to shut you out, to make you feel like you're nothing. But that's all just a plot, again, to destroy you, to destroy your confidence. They might send you cryptic messages in an attempt to derail or confuse you, to throw your, your psyche off balance. Don't fall for it. They may also try to make you jealous and replace you with a new supply that they're likely been grooming since your relationship started going downhill. Or they might, in other words, find a new victim and try to make you feel jealous about it. If it's a parent or a family member, they might go, they, they might know you have another a family member or something like that. And they might try to be nice to them just to make you jealous and shut you out. But do not fall for any of it. It's all a trick and a ploy to get you wrapped back up in that psychotic cycle. They might promise you the world. Let's, let's fix this. Let's talk about this. We can do this together. Before, I was just angry. I didn't mean anything I said. I didn't mean what I did. Like, just you got to believe me. 
I'm so sorry. I love you. They'll throw that word around a lot. I love you. You know I love you. You know I care about you. You know, why, why, why would you think that I didn't care about you? Even though they did all these things to hurt you over and over and over again. And you know deep down inside that it's not real. But you want so bad to believe that it's real. But trust me, it's not real at all. And let's look at some ways that we can heal and move forward. The first rule of any type of healing is that you have to acknowledge and accept that you were in fact abused. Whether it was mental abuse, verbal abuse, or physical abuse. You have to recognize that you did in fact experience this. Whether it was from a partner, a family member, a friend, or a, a colleague. This is the first step in healthy recovery. At first, you might make excuses for the other person's behavior. You might even be willing to take the blame as long as you don't have to admit that someone you love hurt you deeply. But don't worry, this is normal and you can get past this phase. It's hard to accept that some people just don't seem to care when they hurt others. And that's not your fault. Remember that denial of the abuse prevents you from addressing it and healing and moving forward. You may even feel sorry for the narcissist and want to empathize with how they feel. And you may want to give them a second chance. Do not do it. Don't get me wrong. There's absolutely nothing wrong with being compassionate about mental health. But this does not excuse abuse, period. When setting your boundaries, you have to state them clearly. You have to say what you mean and mean what you say. Even if it hurts you. Even if you feel tempted to reach out or to respond to numerous phone calls and text messages and threats. If they come by your house and knock on the door and leave notes on your car and, you know, send messages to other people, don't give in. Even if they apologize and promise change, you have to block them from everything. You have to come up with a plan if they do try to come around and maneuver around the blockages that you set in place. They might try to contact you from anonymous numbers or make up fake social media pages just to get you back in their web. And if you do have to have communication with them, you have to set a firm boundary. For example, you could say, I'm willing to talk to you, but if I'm not respected, if you yell, you cuss, you call me out my name, this combo is over, period. There's no other exception to that rule. You have to stick to your boundaries. Do not share personal information with them going forward after you set that boundary. Do not share anything with them. Do not ask them how their day is. Do not tell them how your day went because they will only do that, only flip that around on you. That's what they'll do. And if you do have communication, restrict communication to one platform. 
and one platform only. If you contact them through email or you communicate with them through email, set up an email address that they don't know about. Set up a new one and only communicate with them through that email. Do not be tempted to, if you, like if you change your phone number, do not give them your new phone number. Just don't even do it because that's defeating the purpose of moving forward. If you have to find ways to cleanse yourself of this situation, if you have to cry, release it. Tears are very cleansing. Let those tears out. It's a form of releasing the trauma. Find ways to incorporate breathing exercises into your life. You can take a deep breath, hold it in for four seconds. And release it slowly as possible. That is a way of letting go of the negative energy that's trapped inside of your body. You can try getting different calming crystals to ground yourself and to focus your mind on more positive things. You can write in a journal. Write all your experiences. Get those things out. If you don't feel comfortable going to someone else and talking to someone else, Release those things in the form of writing. This is something that's very cleansing as well. It's releasing those negative energies that you have pent up inside of you. It's releasing your mind of those thoughts that haunt you from the situation. Prayer is also a very good thing that you, a habit that you can pick up to Free yourself and to get healing from the situation. Meditation is a good form of letting go of the situation as well. If you can afford it, because not everybody can afford to go see a therapist or to see someone that's professional to get past the situation. Talk to a trusted friend. Someone who you know you can depend on and who will give you positive advice to help you get past the situation. Or talk to someone who's been through it before and that's healed from the situation. They can give you advice on how you can get past the situation. There are many platforms on YouTube, on Facebook. There's plenty of people who can help guide you through the process as well. That'll get you through it with the least amount of bumps and bruises as possible. Follow your intuition. Whatever makes you feel the most comfortable or at ease, then that's what you should do. Okay. So we've looked at a lot of great things that can help you to recognize what an, who a narcissist is what their intentions are, how to set healthy boundaries, how to get yourself out of that tumultuous cycle that is narcissism. We looked at ways that you can heal and move forward. And I really hope this has helped someone out there because it has definitely helped me to get through some of the different narcissistic relationships that I've been in 
not just from a partner, but from family and friends. It's a very long journey, and sometimes it might not just be over in a snap of a finger. It might take a little while. It might take years to get through it, but it's possible, and you can do it. And if you have any questions or concerns, or if you feel like you can't do it alone, please feel free to reach out. I am more than willing to help to help heal because I know how it feels. I know how, how dark it, it gets. I know how scary it is. So just feel free. If you have any topics that you want to go over, anything you want to discuss, you want me to discuss on this podcast, please feel free to reach out to me. I would definitely do the research I can so I could put this content out for you guys because I really do care and I want you all to spread the love, share with as many people as you can so we can all get the healing that we need. All right, y'all, so my time is up. And to the next episode, (laughs) may you fly higher than the galaxy, dripping in love and light. Let's get it. Let's go. Namaste, family. Have a great night. Don't worry about these narcissists, y'all. They're human, just like us.